Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to another GigoCast episode where we cover 15 topics and trailers in as close to an hour as possible. My name's Kelton, and joining me this week is my co-host, Grift. How's it going? What have you been watching recently? It's good. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I, I, I dove back into Yellowstone yesterday, and it was it was the right move. Like I know we're calling our podcast like Yellowstoned, but it is, it is honestly the... Uh, the the pacing of it is uh perfect for the um, substance being being consumed um so yeah it was it was the right move um but yeah i'm super excited to to talk about that after we get done with the main one which uh there 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 is a market uh space available in the media landscape uh we are going to be the only yellowstone podcast but also you have to pay for it so go 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 yeah. go subscribe uh the this is this is the media grift as as we have to play it. <laughs> it it is fascinating because in the wide wide media landscape we are already considered old but in the world of Yellowstone fans, we are spring chickens. <laughs> we are newborn babes. <laughs> and so uh, very excited to see uh, the, this clash that occurs. Uh, I uh, I finally caved and I saw that movie called Rumble on Paramount Plus, the like kaiju kids movie where all the, the monsters wrestle each other. And it really hurts me to say that like a, a movie meant for children had better world building than the Pacific Rim sequel <laughs> with how the kaijus act. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Paramount Plus is sucking me in. Uh, and with this in Yellowstone, I just feel like the programming, counter-programming, you get CBS with it, so you get to watch live football uh, the entire time. It's uh, It's pretty great. Yeah, you're 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 being sucked back into the uh, like uh, paying for uh, most like cable and TV media because <laughs> I know I know there's that popular <laughs> meme of like the person like adding up what each of their uh, streaming services is per month and it just like adds up to like a regular cable bill. Um, but, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. It, it is brutal, but uh, you know uh, I, I'm not going to you know reject the sweet sweet opium of the masses right now uh <laughs> the time for political grandstanding comes with the election year i am fully selling out to the paramount plus uh, um uh just do whatever you want to me you you son of a bitch but uh let, let's go ahead and dive in real quick to uh our first trailer this week uh it's for something called national champions it's a movie where we uh, follow a like the night before a national championship game in college football. A star quarterback and his teammate, they lead a player strike saying that they aren't going to compete until all student athletes are treated as employees and fairly compensated. So hell yeah, I guess, to the message. But oh, no, to the production value. Yeah. I mean, considering there's like it's it's featuring like actual people in the media. Like I saw like a Jamel Hill little cameo. It's like uh-huh. it, this is obviously a media sire, but if it can help get college football players paid, let's fucking go. 
right? Like, it has J.K. Simmons as like the evil coach. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's easy. <laughs> you, you just find some of his old emails and then boom, you, you got him in the palm of your hand. Here. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's the evil coaches who are the ones holding the, the uh, young concussed players back from getting uh, any uh, monetary compensation. <laughs> that's that, that's right. Yeah, that's that's who it is. The, the, the <laughs> Uh, you know the media companies themselves have no vested interest in very cheap uh, incredibly high quality live programming to pump in on the weekends where people are otherwise uh, not preoccupied no 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 what motivation would ESPN or Fox Sports have to want to perpetuate this I, I don't know it's crazy but yeah. they're the good guys here they're working with the players getting the message out there yeah it also just felt weird to see like the fucking burn notice guy be an NCAA lawyer. I'm, it was a lot of like, well, hold on, what are all these TV actors doing in this? Uh, they're, they're cashing those SAG paychecks, I guess. I love the uh, like naming by algorithm uh, star uh, Lamarcus James. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like uh, didn't spend didn't spend long on that one in the writers' room. Oh, it's worse yeah. though with his teammate. His teammate is called Emmett Sunday. <laughs> that's a that's a Madden generated name if I've ever heard one. It's like uh, create a player. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh-huh. It's yeah. just some like bizarre Scandinavian motherfucker who's just starting at, at the actor. I mean, who's now realizing he can just play fucking Southerners the entire time and like, OK, fine. Respect to him, I guess, for doing that. But um, it's OK. We can we can talk about something else, though. Let, let's talk about this this next trailer that we have. And that is for the cleaning lady. Uh, it's a TV show trailer. It's popping up on Fox. Uh, so Fox, they are deciding to give us a, an interesting premise here where it's a character drama about a doctor from the Philippines who moves to the U.S. for medical treatment for her son, but she can't make it as a doctor, so she becomes a cleaning lady. But then she witnesses a crime, and then she becomes a cleaner for the mob. Wow. Uh, this is one in like a many series of these trailers that we're doing that the theme sort of seems to be like, okay, the American system sucks and like the institutions don't work and you can't leave lead a dignified life. Uh, the only way you could do that is partnering with organized crime, crime, mm -hmm. crime. It's, it's rising and you just go get your piece of the pie. Any, you know, like you any, anyone from like a, yeah, like a, uh, uh, Filipino immigrant to a uh, like a respectable tailor. It's it's, it it's is, it is funny though. <laughs> this this actress is like, oh, all I am is just a gorgeous doctor from the Philippines. <laughs> How will I ever make it in the U.S.? Time for me to become a maid as an industrial plant. <laughs> like, okay, I have a feeling, like at the very least, you could get like sixty thousand followers on TikTok doing like tummy tea type bullshit. Like, don't don't think about the the cleaning lady being like the ultimate rock bottom 
Because that also feels like an insult to cleaning ladies. Like, uh, imagine you you work like a twelve hour shift. You come home. You're like, ah, oh, time to rewind. Uh, re- not rewind. Unwind with some TV. And then they're like, ah, oh, the worst job that you could ever have in America is your job. Ah, oh, this is a job only for sad, dumb pieces of shit. Uh, uh, what what a time. Just just what get your like nurse TikTok career off the ground. There, there are other ways to do this. You like, you don't, you don't need you to clean of, up after I, the mob. And like the mob, they're trying to make so fuckable the entire time. Like, there's like a will they, won't they, with like the main bad guy. <laughs> Just I don't know. Dude, maybe it's, maybe it's the it's, roaring twenties. Uh, so they're they're twenty twenty two. Yeah, two twos. They're here. The twenties are here, uh, and the uh, organized crime is is back as well. <laughs> I can't wait to get told how I'm a bigot and racist for not supporting this mixed race coupling that exists on TV now. Great. It's uh what a time to be alive. I love the discourse of what's going to be happening here. But uh let, let's talk about something else here. Let's go from one mixed race coupling to another, huh? Uh, this is the phrenology episode, everyone. Uh the, our next trailer is for uh a movie called Marry Me where we follow uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh fucking Owen Wilson. It's a rom-com starring these two because it's the year 2003. Uh Jennifer Lopez plays a pop star who finds out that her fiance is cheating on her the day before she gets married. So she randomly marries someone in the crowd who's none other than wow himself. Wow. Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh this this Valentine's Day, uh give your man the fantasy of uh cucking Sarah Silverman, uh, which her her name it's was okay. like, you yeah. can cuck her. She did blackface, so <laughs> yeah. it, it's fine. Let's not forget. Get, get her out of here. No, but like, yeah, she she's plays Owen Wilson's wife, and she's not even she she's not listed in like the sort of name uh credits montage at the end of the trailer, which like also this trailer was like three and a half minutes long. Like why yeah, there's we, no reason for this. We do not need we are covering this in this a three-minute window. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's brutal. I, I mean, I also think that uh the whole star chemistry, it feels really weird for these people because I I don't know if Jennifer Lopez is at a point in her career where she can still be playing like the never been married female pop star. You know, it feels like the role was originally meant for like an Ariana Grande type. And then I don't know, Owen Wilson would have been like a Pete Davidson type. And then uh, that that movie would exist. But then that happened like in the real world for three months. That was like nine Pete Davidson relationships ago. I, yeah, no, sure. that, that, if you did that, it would put it into the uh, greater uh, don't look up cinematic universe. So she could be, mm. or, yeah, Ariana Grande could, could play the same uh, fictional pop star that she did in that one. And then, 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 then yeah. you bring oh, it into God. the fold. Uh, <laughs> I, I, once again, the discourse around don't look up of where I haven't seen any regular human beings defending don't look up uh, or, you know, hating on it too hard. But all I've seen are the people who made don't look up really defending it, which oh, it's, it it's means so like it's oh. millionaires who can't log off. <laughs> Like, if they just made the movie and logged off, we would be fine. It would be another shitty lib 
kind of uh you know good kind of bad movie and it's fine but they refuse to accept the fact that they're not popular and being lauded with everything all the entire time and so uh, uh, well you know be like good, if the maker yeah. of this movie sorry go ahead yeah no i was just gonna say like you know i mean good on them to get the cdc to say that if you don't like don't look up you're a domestic terrorist um that uh, that that's that's surely <laughs> gonna bring people around <laughs> You get quarantined for five days minimum if you don't like, don't look up. That's yeah, a, you get the that's what you get happens. the black bag put on your head. And they might take you to our uh, next trailer, uh, Arctic Void. Oh boy, don't you just love manly men movies like this one, Griff's about it's three bros hanging out uh, on a fishing boat. Their tourist ship uh, gets forced ashore, and then they land on an abandoned town where it's a race against time and the elements. Just, just uh, what if A24 was made by Barstool Sports? <laughs> yeah, what if uh, they did this sort of like handheld um, uh, Cloverfield shaky cam, but do uh, Lost in the Arctic? Uh, they like they, <laughs> they even had this CGI polar bear, which looked awful and was like so out of place. They clearly did not did not have the budget for a very good uh, full CGI polar bear after, uh, especially compared to some other yeah. some other uh, productions well, where it, it shows you need a lot ruined, of money. Like in yeah. a small town, yeah, it's just it's insane to me. Like rent out a polar bear. I understand it's probably <laughs> yeah. more ethical to just you know CGI that polar bear, but. It is it is more of an affront to nature to uh, have a shitty CGI polar bear that looks like it belongs in the DreamWorks cartoon than uh, this movie instead. It also just feels like uh, it's three guys hanging out in a town. No one's in the town, but also nothing weird is explicitly happening in the town. Nothing's chasing them. They're just starting to lose their minds, but there's no instigation element whatsoever. Uh, it, it just feels like a lost, broken movie. Yeah. And I, that's the trailer. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for the eventual headline, like uh, a 24 uh, and barstool sports production um, uh, like stopped because in uh, the, the polar bear on set mauled some dude bros. <laughs> it's okay. The polar bear had CTE. And so we all have to understand the polar bear's actions. They might seem extreme right now that the polar bear quit midway through the filming set uh, and instead took off its, its equipment. But you know, that's just how the polar bear acts sometimes. So show a little empathy to the polar bear as it continues no, it on. We would we would classify those deaths as deaths by climate change because it was just it was just going into new territory. It, it, it was forced to move by our actions. Uh, th this is this is why these uh, these these white dude bros they needed to apologize, and you know they, I think I think their their death meant something. No, literally, uh, yeah, we forced the polar bear to move, so it literally was by our actions. We had a cattle prod and everything. It was uh, it was it was brutal. Uh, what's not brutal, though, is this next trailer uh, for something called Dawn Raid. It's a uh, documentary about the, the rise and fall of just a, a famous 
hip hop group from New Zealand called Dawn Raid. And, uh, you know, it seems like it is a documentary that has all the hits that you can find. You know, there's giant names attached to it. There's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of uh, crimes being involved. But the fact that everyone here has a Kiwi accent just kind of made it seem a little bit more adorable overall. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch this and become like a I like I was into New Zealand hip hop scene before you were type guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm 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 all in. I want to I want to learn about the the secret uh, the secret past of Don Raid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, it just feels so weird to be like my brother died, my sister died. Like I got hooked on heroin. I was selling bricks. Uh, you know, I was afraid for my life. And the entire time, I'm just thinking like, ah, uh, you sound like Taika Waititi the entire time you're korg do a funny quip the uh for me please um it's it's just such a non-threatening language accent to me Uh, yeah we need we need one of these style movies about like the rise and fall of like bmf or something um you think that would do it also with kiwi accents though inexplicably for whatever reason (laughs) uh um but i mean the the crowd concert videos featured in this it's, it seems like they've got like quite a quite a following in in uh new zealand which i i had never heard new zealand hip-hop before um <laughs> yeah, so. yeah it goes for me too i'm an ignorant as fuck american i i stand by yeah. this and so yeah i am i am ignorant about our country's own like imperial exploits but like ex exports <laughs> yeah like hip-hop <laughs> yeah <laughs> typical yes imperialism right there uh yeah i don't i don't have time for that uh i don't have that time for that anglo-centric hip-hop that's going (laughs) everywhere now because of our influence (laughs) (laughs) now don ray there was a white guy in it uh that white guy and then the white guy from run the jewels can form a group together you know something uh that will make like all of the uh 21 pilots fans get real happy and be like no it's about the (laughs) lyrics you don't understand man so um Man. Yeah, I mean, we 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 do need a new uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis type duo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I can't imagine. I I wouldn't be surprised though if like uh, if Macklemore had existed like 15 years earlier, if Don Ray wouldn't have uh, opened for him, given him a little bit of street credit, you know, to to help smooth things <laughs> over there. Man, what 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 yeah. a concept! I, yeah. I look forward to it. Uh, this next movie is a movie uh, that is going to be bad. Uh, let me just say right off the bat, but it looks like something that is right up my alley to just get real high and hate on this endlessly because that's what I am at my heart, Grift. I'm I'm a little hater, bitch boy, and so um, <laughs> uh, this movie is called War Hunt. Uh, basically a commander it's Mickey Rourke in an eye patch a glorious eye patch uh, dispatches an elite team of American soldiers behind enemy lines in a black forest in Germany where then they are uh, confronted by a coven of witches hell yeah it's uh, um, Americans versus Nazis versus witches so are the witches Nazis or are they are the American and 
Nazi factions like both like encountering this this force because I think I think you you did mention it here and I thought about it too like like please please don't have the American troops team up with the Nazis to to take out the witches because yeah no I that sends a great message it does it does like you're not so, we're not so different you and I we also yeah. hate these witches it just turns out that like they're a Romanian people group. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gypsies <laughs> oh yeah. yeah hey you know we 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 both uh experienced mass formation psychosis uh we we are we are the we are the same we, we, oh man we, got, we are not built different got a little bit carried away there with our random mass <laughs> genocidal executions that took place in the black forest but uh it's okay I don't know. Uh, it, it just feels like a, a movie of where they said, well, we have Mickey Rourke for like two days, so we'll use him as the framing device, and then they're going to go fuck around in the woods for a little bit. Uh, just, again, VOD, kind of schlocky. Uh, I just also get a feeling that all of the good stuff we saw in the trailer, that everything else is just going to be a lot of wandering around in the woods where it's real cheap to film. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for some later on uh, uh, Nazi witch collabs because you know they got they got the secret moon base. Uh, apparently, <laughs> even baby witches can hex the moon. So I, I think I think there's a lot of potential crossover there. <laughs> uh, I, I would like that uh, the little baby TikTok witches all of a sudden getting real into uh, uh, reestablishing the Fourth Reich. Uh, just, you know, bring it on. Let's see what can happen here. That's why they love America so much, I guess. Uh, man. Yeah, you you heard it from here first. Uh, TikTok is the new Hitler youth. <laughs> <laughs> I say that proudly as someone who's not on TikTok anymore. So, uh, yes, not, yeah. not any uh, skin off my my back, skin off my nose. I am, I don't I know am clean. I'm clean. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's continue trying to cleanse ourselves with this uh, next trailer for cosmic dawn it's a uh i i don't even know how to describe this trailer fully grift i typed out the synopsis here uh that it was provided to us and it's like a fucking novel i i'm not gonna bother trying to explain it to people beyond there's a little girl uh, her mom got kidnapped by an alien she grows up a little bit she joins a cult a lot of weird crazy trippy stuff happens she then ages into being even older by another few years and then has to look back and go back to the cult and figure out what was the result of cult brainwashing and what was just like an effect of drugs and what was maybe the fact that she is a special child connected one with the universe and part of the cosmic dawn as the trailer is called a lot of people were making ins and out lists for uh 2021 2022 this year at least on twitter and aliens and psyops and cults like those are all trending trending in a direction that i think this one is just saying the quiet part out loud about what's what's coming oh yeah as far as the next yeah the next the next big big uh narrative that's that's going to be I, I mean, synthesized Maxwell, in the public consciousness. Maxwell's yeah. going to prison, so, you know, uh, they got to distract us with something else now. We're going to be like, all right, aliens, we've been keeping him in a cage for the past 60 years, but now let's uh, talk <laughs> about them instead of whatever else is going on. Don't worry about this. Let's, let's keep talking about the aliens, okay? 
talk about yeah. the goddamn aliens. Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get ahead of it. Uh, so I, you know, making some early partnerships. Uh, Gross Shop will be the uh, soon will be the official home for um, Project Blue Book merch, uh, and like and and uh, Blue Beam. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just now you know those uh, the blue light glasses. You can just uh, add your own grift version of that on, on top as well, and then you know you can complete the blue trilogy set. And you'll be uh, good to go. So, yeah, what a time! Um, but yeah, no this this looks pretty good. Um, uh, this is how you do a small budget trippy movie in my head. It's yeah, and also do an effective trailer. He's as much shit as I was giving the synopsis for having everything in it. Uh, the trailer got me hooked on it, so I was like, ah, great! Please don't go on Amazon Prime and then get shelved on Showtime. Because I, I want to watch it at some point, please. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, basically, like any trailer that's not three and a half minutes long and gives away the entire plot these days, it's like, oh, I want to see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is gonna be a cut above, and, and that that leads right into the, our next trailer here uh, for something <laughs> called Strawberry Mansion, which is, uh, uh, I. It's a, it's a weird movie as well. Sorry, I my brain kind of shorted out as I was trying to describe it. Uh, basically, uh, all of our <laughs> dreams are no longer ours. They belong to the IRS and to companies. And so uh, there's a surveillance state that goes on inside our head. And so uh, an auditor goes and meets a woman whose brain exists entirely in analog and uh, with VHS tapes and homemade headgear. And it's all kind of... Uh, it's very tweed in my head. It's very like cute uh, of what's happening. It's like if you did heroin with Wes Anderson is kind of what I would imagine this film would come as a result. Um, a lot yeah, like well, the, the, I think the brain fog that you're experiencing there uh, may, maybe has to do with the the like head chip. I guess that like um, stores all of your memories that the IRS can then audit. So I'm just gonna, yeah. I, again, they're saying the quiet part out loud, and I'm I'm not gonna get the chip. I'm not submitting to the IRS mind audit. Um, yeah, it's it, it looks like they're just laying out like a sort of uh, pod life. Yeah, that uh, is is very very in line with the uh, sort of uh, the resets that are being made great again. <laughs> it would be intriguing to watch this movie like while in the metaverse you know you have your oculus goggles on you have your little uh joysticks in your hands and you're like ah yes oh what a whimsical future instead of the one that we're currently facing so uh i don't know i i did appreciate how a lot of the effects in this trailer all seem to be utilizing analog movie techniques of uh, like of what films in the 60s and 70s used before you could mm. actually computer generate a lot of things and so that did seem intriguing to me uh and uh, it's weird because as much as i think that this movie might be good i'm not super interested in it but i am really interested in all of the behind the scenes information of like knowing how they made the trippy uh, and quirky and whimsical creatures and creations and set pieces. Yeah, it did look very like VHS quality. Again, like like if if a trailer puts in any amount of any amount of uh, just 
not a three act plot structure <laughs> with <laughs> visuals like this. It's like, oh, you're intrigued. Hey, at, that the bar is the floor here for 2022. Okay, so <laughs> we we are setting it there, and we will still be disappointed. So it's uh, it's only a matter of time. But uh, before we dive into anything else, just real quick, want to let people know uh, for five bucks a month, you can show your support for our show uh, by joining our Patreon. In fact, once we hit 25 patrons, we're going to start doing uh, Patreon exclusive Gigo casts every week. And so that should be fun. But in the meantime, uh, we also have a lot of stuff already up there, like archived episodes, some uh, scans of comic books that uh, have fallen into the public domain as well as uh, what we mentioned earlier up top, our uh, new series, Yellowstone. So let's get Montana cowboy pilled with inexplicable Southern accents the entire time. I'm ready for it. What about you? Dude, we got to we gotta make like a, like a getter account where it's like Yellowstone memes for American dreams oh, or something. Oh my God. And just, oh. and just like griff the shit out of these people. Like, yeah, it, yeah. You're not yeah, wrong. It's, you're not wrong. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to go on this journey. Get our their uh, asses, I think is uh, yeah. what we can say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th this is going to be real intriguing. And so uh, this first episode that we're doing, uh, I'm going to make sure that we have it for the public. So y'all will be seeing it uh, January 7th for everyone. But after that, no more. No more, you freeloaders. Uh, come and check it out on the Patreon or, you know, uh, follow the memes on the Gitter account that may or may not <laughs> actually have to come to fruition. Uh, I'm, I'm trolling through all of the uh, Facebook uh, groups that are talking about Yellowstone. And it's a lot of just delightful things of like, I didn't like this season four finale. I thought the characters, blah, blah, blah. And the use of F-bombs. Uh, <laughs> too many of them. <laughs> like, oh, these, these sweet, sweet little people. Okay. Um, so it, it is a walk through the tulips. Uh, in, in that respect, uh, at some point, I, I think it would be fun for us to also see what their reactions were since we're, we're starting from the beginning and we can chart their, their diving into insanity here. So should be fun. Uh, let's though, go ahead and move forward. Let's talk about, uh, another trailer. What, why, why are we talking about trailers? Cause it's all trailers this episode. Okay. Not a lot of movie news happened right now. I'm sorry that we don't want to talk about Betty White or the, the, what, what was it? Griff, the, uh, Harry Potter. Welcome back to Hogwarts. Like uh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to Hogwarts for everybody except JK Rowling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you may have created uh, the characters, yeah, no but uh, you don't have uh, the licensed IP, thankfully, and we're not going to ruin anything else for this. So, man, what a time. Um, this uh, this next trailer that we're talking about is for something called The King's Daughter, where uh, hoping to achieve immortality, King Louis XIV, played by Pierce Brosnan, looking at uh, his just most dilf self, has captured a mermaid and plans to steal her life force. But uh, his uh, his pet, his captive, whatever you want to uh, determine their relationship. Anyway, mermaid is discovered by his illegitimate daughter. And so it threatens to ruin the king's plans. Oh, no. Uh, this is this is some just 
uh, Netflix original movie level level plot devices here. Like this seems like a Disney Channel film. Yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to see The Shape of Water finally getting a sequel. <laughs> um, yeah, that it was, it, was, it was a long time coming, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this went right through me. Like, uh, like oh, I just... Yeah. yeah, okay, cool, whimsical. <laughs> who cares? The most interesting part about this movie is that it's being directed by the guy who's doing the Ronald Reagan biopic. And so I'm like, oh, well, this is... This is this is the guy that you found to do something on Ronald Reagan that's going to be all Ugh. super pro Reagan like it's going to have this oh, level of quality uh dude yeah the 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 Reagan like hagiography hey, movie I <laughs> I can't wait till they do the Trump version of those <laughs> like oh it's, it, the I, one, yeah no I can't I it's too soon. They're all they've already made what was it the the Robert Mueller versus Donald Trump show on stars or whatever it went for a they season. did they did like a comey movie oh right? yeah that must have been what yeah. it was yeah just like yeah really are we are we doing this right now um uh i i don't like it at all they had bit. uh uh jeff daniels play comey oh god <laughs> like, it's just... it's coming back now oh no oh yeah. no i i don't want i want back in the pod grift I want back in the pod because outside the pod, we get more of these fucking things. I I can't. I can't. Uh, Comey newsroom. (laughs) (laughs) It's fast paced dialogue about why a guy who voted for Trump got not that well along with Trump and became a liberal icon, even though he spent decades convincing autistic Muslim teenagers to become terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you really want to build that clock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just, you know, I, I, I can't. Um, so this next this next trailer that we got going on is called the the Requin, the Requeen, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a couple, one of whom is Alicia Silverstone. Uh, they go on a romantic getaway, but they're stranded at sea when a tropical storm sweeps away their villa. So the 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 villa is then suddenly out in the ocean. And they're forced to fight the elements while sharks circle all around them. Uh, I mentioned that one of the couple, one of the members of the couple, is Alicia Silverstone, because it does not bode well for the husband character whatsoever, <laughs> especially since he's got a big old bloody leg and floating around. Yeah, I I just love the voice the uh, voiceover at the beginning of this. Like, hey sis, how's Vietnam? That's the new. <laughs> yeah. Fortunate that's, that's son starts playing yeah. in the background. Yeah, <laughs> but but like yeah, there there is really no need for the sharks. I thought of this. Like again, this it just played the whole uh, movie plot structure. Uh, they like I think there's more there's a more interesting premise with them just like sort of stranded on the in in the remnants of this like vacation villa house no because then all we're doing uh, um, is vietnamese arctic void hard pushback against that we they they should just <laughs> combine the two movies into one movie that that's what they should have done but oh well um, <laughs> there should be polar bears and sharks <laughs> in the water <laughs> the polar bears had to swim all the way to vietnam to find new territory <laughs> oh god this is climate change displacement <laughs> uh the polar sharks are at it no 
They're sharks, but as big as grizzly bears, as polar bears. They weigh 700 pounds, and they can walk around on land. They're terrifying. Um, yeah, bear bear sharks. They're not ready for it. <laughs> we, we made a, a much better movie, and I also have a feeling as long as we know like a kindergartner who is willing to give us some clip art, we can have better special effects, too. So, uh, again, not... This movie is shit. This has been just an uninspired week in trailers overall. So I feel (laughs) like it's a great opportunity to purge because it's a lot of like, yeah, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it is going to be bad. All right. On to the next bad thing that's going to take place. (laughs) It's not spectacularly bad. It's it's bad in the most disappointing way because it's no big swings. It's like, I don't know blonde lady and her husband go they they get lost on an island no on a on a on a uh, a boat no a house boat uh, a house yeah <laughs> and that that's in the Swept ocean away house yeah and that's yeah. that's the movie aren't we happy all right money please <laughs> give me money to make this movie uh <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, gotta gotta have the sharks in there to, to secure uh, production capital. Not not everything can be like this next trailer, which is uh, again low bar here. Probably the best trailer for our show in terms of providing content. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because it is for a movie called Butter, which follows a I'm just gonna say it morbidly <laughs> obese high school junior who's clocking in at like all of five foot eight and four hundred and twenty four pounds uh, of where he is smart. He's funny. Um, well, let me rephrase. We're told that he's smart. We're told that he's funny. He plays the 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 saxophone and he online catfishes the prettiest girl in school uh and he uh uh is trying to have a online relationship with her while dealing with bullying and then uh doing a social media stunt where he's going to eat himself to death, I believe is the, is the plot was, was I understanding that correctly? Grift? I thought he was going on a hunger strike because he's, he's having his la- He's like making a big deal about like the countdown to his last meal oh, or whatever. I thought it was like his heart can't take it anymore. So he's going uh, to eat until uh, he has a heart attack. So it, it could be that because there was that there was that incredible shot of him just like with the food lined up in front of him. Oh, just no. ready to oh, go to God. town. And listen, yeah. I am a fat guy. I'm a very fat guy. So this is me walking a very fine line, uh, <laughs> me attacking my own here. But you have to have some dignity, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when you're making octopus hot dogs, cheese <laughs> <geez> whiz, <laughs> you, you need to tone it back. You can eat a lot. You can eat a lot of unhealthy food. Just don't eat a lot of that kind of unhealthy food. You know, have that inner yeah. monologue, Mr. Smart Funny Man, of like, if this is how I die, do I want to be surrounded by things that I would rather wish was like anime porn because it would be less embarrassing? Uh, and like, because he consumes that food, he's therefore like a victim who is uh, his like basically like large scale online manipulation and like personal catfishing 
that's like th- th- that's a heartwarming story because of where he's coming from. Well, and he's <laughs> an, and like uh, like uh, he, what more? He's an in-person villain to his friend who apparently he yeah. backstabs to then climb up the social hierarchy a little bit at the school. Real friends, how many of us? Not butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. List of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it I also, can't believe it's not oh that's that's good yeah uh, it's just also you know like of all of like the bad nicknames you know this feels like a very like pg level plot when they're like uh, they called me the worst names in high school they called me butter like i don't know i can think of a couple other words right off the top of my head that like uh you could have been called instead way more hurtful too um yeah i mean they it was implied that they made him eat this like eat the stick of butter too right yeah like, which... they, they definitely held him down and like forced a stick of butter down his throat which is like that's that's probably uh as as, as far as uh trauma wise that's probably like materially worse than all the name calling like combined yeah absolutely (laughs) you know it's just okay well fine fine uh so i can't wait for butter to get the girl to play the saxophone and set unreasonably high expectations for other fat people in this world of where if you do just show all the pretty people that you are smart and funny, you will be able to fuck those pretty people when the answer is no, no, you won't. Cause there are other smart, funny people who are also hot in this world. Like, I'm sorry. It's just the pecking order. It's how it goes. Um, so let, let's talk about this next movie here um, <laughs> before I delve into like the class cast systems that exist based on scale. Um, it's a uh, butter's Q butter's Q. Just got to get that in that's there. Right, that's but, right. <laughs> that's right. That's important. the secret. <laughs> um, so this next trailer is for a movie called the outfit where uh, we follow a tailor who used to make these amazing suits over in London, but then due to a personal tragedy, ends up in Chicago working in a rough part of town where he has a small tailor shop and his only clientele that can afford his stuff are a family of vicious gangsters. And uh, one night, the secret society of tailors, I guess, says that he has the goods or some documents or some money at at his location that's being stored there. And so you get just a, a lot of random gangsters all showing up and having conversations with them. This felt like this was a play that then they turned into a movie. Yeah. There. Yeah. Cause the, the only setting was in his shop. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it felt like a, like a play with a couple different sets with one main one. But uh, again, like, you know, another uh, traditional, like American profession uh, forced by tough times to participate in organized crime. I, I did uh, love how they're like, <laughs> Oh, I'm a tailor. I come from England. It's so hard hard as a white man on the rough side of Chicago (laughs) to make it in this world. You wouldn't understand that African-American gangsters uh, checking what era this is. Italian gangsters. You wouldn't know the discrimination I face as an Englishman uh, in this place and time. 
<laughs> oh yeah like but uh you you think you've figured out the ending already oh yeah I've... in that he's he's yeah he's he's not just a a, a simple uh english tailor no you don't hire mark rylance to just play a regular guy i'm sorry like he always has like this a hat on a hat and a hat type of a uh, uh, performances and so yeah i think he's like the main mafioso i think like he's the head of the secret organization of tailors that are also gangsters or whatever like it, it just seems like it's pretty obvious about what's going on with the plot yeah he's the undercover boss <laughs> i've been evaluating all of you and i just want to say blam 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 <laughs> oh god oh. i've been shot oh i thought they would let me finish oh i made you all new suits yeah dies yeah uh. the, the the concept of that show like not being like which boss like survives the but but like he goes undercover and then just fires the people who he thinks are working <laughs> badly <laughs> that's actually a just great premise yeah. <laughs> he's just slowly yeah. wiping them out as they continue filming yeah. <laughs> like we haven't seen gary in like three weeks ever since george showed up <laughs> he didn't make the cut <laughs> can remove him from the payroll <laughs> uh beautiful uh this this next uh thing that we have here this next trailer is for a movie called the commando where uh it's michael j white and mickey rourke uh, uh, Michael J. White is playing an elite DEA agent who goes home after a failed mission and he uh, finds out that this family has found three million dollars worth of money stashed in under the floorboards of their house though that money belongs to a, uh, a dangerous criminal who just got released named Mickey Rourke because it used to be his house. You know, that thing that happens with criminals, they just sell their house without searching or having drug dogs or anything else due diligence whatsoever. Yeah. You know, like Mickey Rourke, he finds Michael Jai White in, in his house. Um, I, I think I think this is a butt breaking narrative because he's like he, he also calls him boy at one point. Oh, no. Um, oh, this doesn't seem. So, yeah. Like. Uh, Tariq, uh, you gave us all the tools to understand what's going on here. Um, <laughs> what's worse is that that was just Mickey yeah. Rourke talking to Michael J. White. It wasn't them acting yeah. or anything. Just... Yeah. <laughs> that was just an outtake. <laughs> uh, yeah, th this is this is one of those movies about where uh, weirdly, also by Saban Films, so it's by the same people that was the other Mickey Rourke trailer where he was the uh, the German witch uh, Nazis and World War II commander guy. Uh, so Mickey Rourke is trying to do that Bruce Willis collecting direct to DVD, direct to streaming paychecks the entire time. So. Uh, good for him i guess for getting money i mean it's better than nothing i suppose yeah these like aging action stars each seem to have like glommed onto one streaming outlet like or the other and they can just pump out these things 12 and, years hey, ago it's, it's he was in the work, expendables but... 
a movie yeah. about how they're too old to be mercenaries. That was 12 years ago, and now he's still making movies about where he's a dangerous criminal who just got released. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you, you got you to respect it. There's, there's safety in that check that you know is coming. You know, so uh, in, in, if, if you didn't have that job security, you might turn to organized crime. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I went so deep into my Russian criminal character that I actually got involved with the Russian mob. And before I knew it, I was a lieutenant. I thought we were using play guns until it all got very real very quickly. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. The uh, this next trailer that we got, it's for something called Clean. It's an Adrian Brody <laughs> film. Uh, it's about a garbage man who's tortured by his past. The garbage man is named Clean. Kind of like naming a fat kid butter, if you think about it. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he, he's just trying to live a quiet life of redemption because he, he, again, he's got a past, but soon he's forced to deal with his violent past in a way that, you know, is entirely healthy. And the answer is giant wrench rampage the entire time. <laughs> And uh, like, I mean, it's it's explicitly revealed that he's he's a former cop, right? I, I believe trailer. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, I think like, it was one of those like he was a cop and then he became like a cleaner for the mob. And then, you know, he was like a cleaning lady. He fell in love with the wrong yeah. guy. And then after that, uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, he, he's got a, a real mean streak to him. Yeah, wait, like a a, a violent uh, former cop with a dark past. Oh what, no! Whatever could he have done? And, and As now he's, he's back beating like, African American yeah. people with a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he now now he's back. He's he's cleaning the streets of uh, urban elements. Like he's. <laughs> I'm here to gentrify your neighborhood. Thwack 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 thwack. <laughs> Racist, Mister Clean. <laughs> 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 He's called clean because he gets rid of all the blacks. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, it just kind of was like, what if John Wick really smelled bad? Uh, or, you know, just like, uh, what if typical average white guy male revenge fantasy, but it's okay because he's freeing an African American woman from the clutches of other african-american women you know or i'm sorry other african-american people because you know like uh she's one of the good ones i think is what we're supposed to take away from this grift right she's not like all yeah. of the all all of the other people <laughs> around him. she's the chosen one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and you know oh, what like I'm, i i really wouldn't be surprised if we found out that like he was like a hardcore racist at one point in time like i wouldn't be surprised because it's an ifc film and adrian brody loves to do these kind of like tortured complicated people and so i wouldn't be surprised if this is then him trying to um uh, try and pick a role that he thinks has depth, but it's a lot. It's to this movie is to race relations what Don't Look Up is to climate change discourse, <laughs> you know. Uh, I see what you're yeah. going for here, but please, please don't think that this is actually doing any legitimate good whatsoever. So, yeah, uh, it, 
Adrian Brody built his whole acting career on race play is I think the, the takeaway here. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Um, so let, let's talk about this. Uh, our last trailer here uh, today. Uh, it's for a Pixar movie called turning red. Uh, this is something that was kind of on my radar for a little bit. Uh, and so I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about this film because uh, it's about a uh, little girl who would you know it as adolescence and puberty is happening she's finding out that whenever she experiences an emotion that's too strong she turns into a giant red panda haha isn't that cute a red panda who goes on rampages destroys things alienates her friends and family it's uh, a red panda uh, almost disease that she finds out that runs in her family and other people have tried to just keep it quiet and try to manage it but it's something that now is uh, passed on to her Oh, wow. Isn't this such a sweet little film that's not at all an obvious allegory for mental illness? Yeah, uh, a- Asian girl turns into a panda. I see you, Pixar. <laughs> I st- like. <laughs> <laughs> uh they're, they're trying really how'd you, hard how'd you make that choice yeah <laughs> uh, it, it is weird because like the the soundtrack seems like it's going to be a lot of like boy band stuff and in sync things and um it, it feel it feels like they're trying to do like a very cute version of something but i feel like it's going to come off as uh incredibly pandering because i swear to god if the end message is just you know like trust in your friends and family to understand and they'll support you because that's what friends and family do i i'm going to blow my fucking brains out haha that, that's not i i realize that as i'm talking about mental and that's probably not the right thing to say as an end result here of what i want to do but uh i i do feel and like do, do do that in roblox <laughs> yes <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> um i just feel like it's you know not going to be inspiring kids the way that pixar so obviously wants them to be uh it, it i don't know it just feels like it's gonna uh create a lot of discussion which is good but then they're gonna go like this didn't end like the movie ended whatsoever instead i'm being ostracized from my friend group and my family hates me why pixar why and uh that just means we're gonna get more disney adults and i'm not sure that's a good thing either um, because I originally saw it as like a like a puberty metaphor, but in your note here, like it's like there's you could also be interpreted as like a mental illness thing. So it's like I mean the the sort of uh, flattening those two concepts into one thing is definitely definitely like I don't know kind of a kind of a trend that's out there. So it uh, yeah it's uh, like fucking. How much are you really going to get out of a Pixar movie? I don't know. (laughs) The answer is people will keep on bleeding that fucking stone over and over again. Because now Pixar is like, we make movies for kids, technically. Only no kids actually want to watch an allegory for mental illness. You know what kids want to watch? Giant kaiju wrestling movies that turn into salsa dancing in the third act. Like that's what kids want to watch, uh, based off of how uh, my, what my kid wants to do. You know, like, so yeah, so so all like the millennials with Pixar nostalgia, they're gonna watch it and see the mental illness narrative. Whereas, yeah, kids are going to uh, be bored. I think is going to be yeah. the thing. Like, you know, that thing that all kids are into in sync, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. Zoomers are, yeah, they're they're so into the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, it, it just feels like it, it's Pixar again, tipping its hand. Uh, and then the kids that do take away the message are going to get fucked over by it. Like, and th- that's why I think it's a little bit of a dangerous game that Pixar is yeah. playing. But um, I, I mean, it's 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 not even Zoomers. I, I think it would be whatever like is coming after them, which I I think is called Generation Alpha. Is the uh, I mean, like the the, the, the the generation concept is stupid to begin with, but like apparently in the classification system, yeah, it's it's called Gen Alpha. So uh, Gen A, yeah, we got a we got a Gen we got a, a lot coming, folks. All right, a whole lot of people going Forrest Gump style. Um, man, this is th- this this has been an interesting run. Uh, I feel like I've now cleaned my pineal gland just a little bit as I'm going through all of these trailers here because. Uh, boy, we, we slugged through it. We got through it, but people are now aware, uh, there is a college football movie for people to watch. There's a Pixar movie for people to avoid. There are words now that you can use to insult fat people. You wouldn't have known before like butter. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to go get my, my VHS tape helmet from strawberry mansion and try and join a cult like cosmic dawn it's going to be a joy um let's uh let, let's tell people where they can find us though grift what's happening in your world uh grift shop we got um a war on drugs veteran hats that's a, it's a new design that's out there go 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 check that out um yeah i got a and like i said as the alien psyop really ramps up this year uh Griff Shop's going to be the official home of all, you know, like Project Blue Beam, uh, like whatever, like NASA psyops they've got going on. You can you can find the designs like on on my shop. You know, I'm locking down new new contracts and partnerships for the new year. So that was, that was one I was really happy to pick up. That should be a blast. Everyone, go ahead and check that out. Also, check us out uh, on Twitter at GigoCast, uh, or, you know, just, uh, check out our website at gigo.plus. Either way, we will, uh, see y'all later on as we continue our journey into the, uh, metaverse. Let's go join the pod. Bye y'all. Peace.